Hi, it's Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast for your ears, a review of the recent release, 21 Bridges. Well, semi-recent release. As an AMC A-Stubs member, I got to see three movies a week, up to 12 movies a month when I was a member. But obviously with the COVID-19 thing, they put that thing on hold. But last year I was going to the movies a lot and you kept seeing the trailers for 21 Bridges in front of everything that I saw. I saw the trailer over and over and over. It's made by the Russo brothers who made Avengers Endgame and Captain America and it's got <laughs> Chadwick Boseman. And, and, and just trailer after trailer after trailer. Every week I went, I just kept seeing it. And finally when it came out, uh, what was it, like October of last year? It got mixed reviews, and I don't know what I was doing. There was a whole bunch of things out, and I went to see other things, and I never caught it. So it came out on video back in, like, February, and I had no intentions of buying it. Or you know, I, I told you in a previous podcast, I'm getting out of the habit of buying movies unless I've seen them, or it's a classic that I really want to keep. I'm going to try and stream them or watch them another way, and then if I really like it, I'll pick up a copy. Because in the old days of DVDs and VHS, I had thousands for absolutely no reason. And I do have a few thousand now, but I am more selective, trust me. <laughs> so... Really wasn't any hurry to see this movie. I heard it was cliched. I like everybody involved. I like the actors. I like the producers. I like the writers. The direct. I mean, just everything. And and the fact that it looked like a '70s cop thriller. I just don't know. I had other things to watch, I guess. But I am a fan of Chadwick Boseman. Everything he's been in, I think he's been great. Uh, Taylor Kitsch, if you remember from John Carter, uh, the Warlord of Mars movie, he has, well, a semi-small role in the movie. Sienna Miller, Keith David, J.K. Simmons. Uh, you know, it it fires on all the right cylinders. It had a $33 million budget, went on to gross almost $50 million, so it made a little bit of money. But I finally saw it. Uh, the other day, a friend of mine said, you know what? I streamed this thing, and it's actually pretty darn good. And I looked it up, and it happened to be on sale really cheap. And I said, you know what? I trust the, the filmmakers. I trust everybody involved, and I like this kind of movie. Let me give it a shot. So I did the curbside pickup thing, safe, happy with my mask on, came home, and watched the movie that night. And I was impressed. I liked the movie. Is it filled with cliches? Sure, it has a few. Uh, is it a throwback to 70s uh, cop thrillers where they're in the streets and they say, shut down the bridges and we're going to stop these guys before they get out of the state and blah, blah. You know, yes, it is chock full of that too. But you've got really high power performances and a slick movie. It's an hour and 40 minutes and it feels like there could be more. I mean, really, they it moves. It never really stops. I was highly entertained when it was over. I think I could watch it again. You know, it, there's. I, I enjoyed the performances. I enjoyed the movie. It had some good twists. Some I saw coming, coming some I didn't. Um, but if I had anything to comment on about the movie, maybe don't show it. If you're going to have a movie that's mostly a mystery about something that happened, maybe don't show us what happened. I'm just saying there there have been more creative ways at the beginning of a movie to kind of show some events but not show you any details and then later they kind of because this movie basically shows you everything that happens that everybody's going to be discussing for the rest of the movie so we know what's happened and I think it would have played a little better for the audience had there been a bit more of that mystery carried through the movie the mystery that all the main characters went through. I, I think if it was maybe trying to make us side with these uh, suspected cop killers more than the cops, but the the lead cop in this is a good guy. I mean, he's a really good guy. Down to, deep down, he's trying to do the right thing because it's in his DNA. His father was a cop. All that kind of stuff. So. 
I did not expect to fully know what, because again, I saw the trailer a hundred times last year. So I kind of knew what the movie was about. And then when the movie starts and it goes, you know, bit by bit, step by step on what happens at the beginning that becomes the mystery of the movie. And I really didn't expect to see that. I thought maybe we'd see some flashes, some glimpses, and then, you know, we would we would get the rest of the story as the movie plays out. Now, there are other things to discover. There's another mystery going on, and there's other things that come to light. I'm not saying it's a, a bad movie and they blow it in the beginning, but I just think that would added one extra level to the movie that it may have needed to get more people interested in it. Since I posted that I watched watched it. Most of my friends said they enjoyed it. Uh, they had a fun time with it. And a couple of people said, well, it was okay. You know, it was what you expect. And I can't say it's not. But it's incredibly well made. Uh, it's a really good picture. It's unfortunate the movie did not get a 4K release, at least on home video, and only got a Blu-ray release. But the Blu-ray was quite colorful, quite sharp when I upconverted it to 4K. It does have a Dolby Atmos soundtrack that in the action scenes, and it's, it's not a movie that's full of action. It is a movie that's nonstop, but like the gun... I compared to a buddy of mine the opening gunfire scene to Heat. Not that it's shot as well or as intense, but it's similar in the fact that you felt like you were there. The pops of the bullets going through the whatever material was in front of where the camera is, it just sounds like, you know, it just... It, it was one of the more realistic gunfights that I've seen in recent movies and a throwback to a very realistic one because Heat is a very realistic... All the gunfights in that are very realistic. Um, but there's not a whole lot of gunfights in the movie. There, there's a lot of cat and mouse. There's a lot of mystery. There's a lot of chase scenes. There is some... Vi you know, it is a rated R movie for language and violence. Um, but overall, it's well made. And if it's streaming and you're just watching it, I think you'd be thoroughly entertained. If it's something that you paid money to go see, you might have some criticisms about it. But the fact that it's an hour and 40 minutes, it's well acted, it's well produced, it's well made. It's not perfect, but how many movies are today? And the fact that it's it's kind of a throwback to movies that we don't get anymore. That there's a conspiracy within the police force, maybe. And the, the good guy, Heart of Gold, has to figure it out. And uh, I just thought it was, you know, it's really good. One of my best movies of last year? Absolutely not. But is it something highly entertaining when the guys are around? They go, you got some action movie that we haven't seen? You know, some some kind of cop thriller or something? I'm like, yeah, then 21 Bridges would fit that pretty, pretty well because it's not a, it's definitely not a boring film. Like I said, well filmed, well acted, great soundtrack. Um, all in all, I, I enjoyed the movie. Like I said, I, it, it could have, with a little tweaking, could have been more than the sum of its parts. And I think it is the sum of its parts, and the parts are very good. Um, but it gets around a, you know, a B-ish for me instead of an A, which I, I wish I could give it. But again, if you're fans of anybody involved, especially Chadwick Boseman, he does an incredible job in the movie. Uh, he's got a, a pretty wide range he has to play. They picked a good kid to play him at a young age. It's unfortunate that one of the best scenes was cut out of the movie with... Um, Keith David, love him. And I always get him confused when I'm doing podcasts and talking on the radio to say David Keith, because there is a, Dave, a famous David Keith, too. But Keith David, he's got a great voice, and he's just a warm, genuine person uh, in most movies, except they live with the big fight scene with Rowdy Rowdy Piper. But um, he's got a great scene with the young version of Chadwick Boseman's character. And it was cut out of the movie, and it's on the Blu-ray as an extra scene. And I think it, it actually, that was... As I said in the beginning, the movie felt like it could have been a hair longer. It felt like they could have fleshed out a couple of things. They might have hidden a few things and taken a more circumvented route to get to a couple of things. 
all in all, it's pretty linear. It's pretty straightforward. Uh, there are some twists. Um, well acted, well made, entertaining flick. Don't go out of your way, but if you have a chance to watch it, there are many, many far worse movies to watch. 21 Bridges, check it out. It's available on streaming, home video, now. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. My website is therockfile.com. I have a Patreon page if you'd like to check that out and support these podcasts. As you might have noticed down below, uh, you'll see some audio versions of some Rockstar interviews I've done recently. Those were done on Zoom and are also available on YouTube. And going forward, more and more of these podcasts will be on YouTube. I just don't have a setup now, but will in a couple weeks. So be ready for that. In the meantime, I just didn't feel like being on camera today, so this is my typical audio-only podcast. More reviews are on the way from some movies I've watched recently while being under a voluntary quarantine. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you.